Hello, and welcome to Holdenless Road Methodist Church Audio Worship. The audio you are about to hear was broadcast on Sunday the 30th of May. We are joining our sister church, Hedden, for their service. Thanks to them and to Val for leading us in worship. Good morning, and it's lovely to share worship with you this morning on Trinity Sunday. Our call to worship is taken from Psalm 104, reading the first four verses. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord my God, you are very great. You are clothed with honour and majesty, wrapped in light as it were a garment. You stretch out the heavens like a tent. You set the beams of your chambers on the waters. You make the clouds your chariot. You ride on the wings of the wind. You made the wind your messengers, fire and flame your ministers. Let's continue our worship by singing our first hymn, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Thank you. 
Let us come before God in prayer. Let us pray. Our great and mighty God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, when we consider your majesty and the works of your hand, how insignificant we are. And yet you have given us the capacity to know that you are our creator and our saviour, that in you we live and move and have our being. We cannot comprehend these mysteries, but we know that as we worship and adore you, our lives are enriched and our desire for communion with you is quickened. Accept, great God, our prayer of adoration. Amen. And a prayer of confession. Father, we confess that we do not think enough of your mightiest acts of creation, of the life, death and resurrection of our Lord, Jesus Christ, of your gift of the Holy Spirit. We take so much for granted until things go wrong. Even then, we are often reluctant to come to you, sometimes because of our lack of trust in you, or because we believe we ought to be able to sort ourselves out. We forget that you are more ready to give than we are to ask, and that your offer of pardon is always available to those who are truly sorry. Help us, through your grace, to know true repentance and the joy of your forgiveness for the sake of Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. Gracious God, we thank you for this world upon which you have bestowed so much variety of beauty and colour. Words cannot express our wonder when we think of the heavenly bodies moving in concert with our earthly planet. The mighty seas, icebergs, mountains and deserts, your handiwork in the tiniest insects and flowers. Above all, we are thankful that you are our Father, that your Son is our Saviour, who was born among us and lived and died and rose again to redeem us, and that through the Holy Spirit we have the power to fulfil our part in your plan. Our hearts burn with gratitude that we have received your gospel of salvation and the assurance of your constant care for us. So we de dedicate ourselves to responsible stewardship of all that you have given us, and we pray that we may experience and reveal the peace, the joy and the freedom of lives lived according to your will. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now let's share in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Hi, today's reading 
is from John chapter 3 verses 1 to 17 from the New International Version. It's the bit about Jesus teaching Nicodemus. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do the signs you perform if God was not with him. Jesus replied, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they're born again. <sighs> How can someone be born when they're old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and of spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised by my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear the sound, but you don't know where it's coming from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the spirit. How can this be? said Nicodemus. And you're a teacher of Israel, said Jesus, and you don't understand these things. <sighs> Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we've seen, but you people don't accept our testimony. I've spoken of earthly things and you don't believe. How then will you ever believe when I speak of heavenly things? No one has gone to heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted the snake up in the wilderness, so the Son of Man will be lifted up, that everyone who believes will have eternal life in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son so that those who believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God didn't send his Son into the world to condemn it, no, but to save the world through him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today is Trinity Sunday, a recognition and celebration of our three young God, the three in one, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. But how do we come to understand these three divine beings as one? Tricky, isn't it? To start with, how do you imagine God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit? We are a people that need to have an explanation of things. We need to be able to see things to believe them. Thomas the twin, who wasn't with the rest of the disciples when they met the resurrected Jesus, said that unless he saw Jesus himself and saw his wounds, he wouldn't believe that Jesus had arisen. When Jesus did appear to Thomas, he invited him to put his hand into Jesus' side 
and look at the marks on his hands. Then Thomas believed. People often ask the question, do you believe in ghosts? Well, my answer is always, if I see one, I'll believe it. But what about God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit? As a child, probably like most children, I found it really difficult to get to grips with the Trinity. Jesus was easy. We were taught about him in Sunday school and there were always pictures of him around the Sunday school room. He was human like us, so that association was easy. But what about God and the Holy Spirit? In our reading from John, we heard of Nicodemus, who was a very learned Pharisee, a ruler of the Jews, a man of authority. He felt a need to go to Jesus to ask him a question, but he didn't go during the days you would expect, but went at night. I wonder why? Was he ashamed that he was going to be seen, going to see Jesus? After all, a lot of the Jewish leaders were disputing Jesus and the things he was teaching. Or did Nicodemus think he would have a better chance of a proper discussion with Jesus at night rather than during the day when he was surrounded by many people? Or was the spirit already at work within Nicodemus encouraging him to go to Jesus? Nicodemus, it would appear, recognised that Jesus was the Son of God but wanted to know more. He quite confidently said to Jesus, no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. But Nicodemus also recognised that there was so much more to receive from God. Jesus spoke about being born again. Nicodemus naively states that surely we cannot go back into our mother's womb and be born again. What he didn't open his heart to was the ability to be born again in God's spirit. We know and hear about God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, but do we take time to allow God's Spirit to work within and through us? Are we like Nicodemus, not recognising the Spirit of God? Feeling the Spirit of God moving through you is like no other feeling, but to experience this, we need to take time to sit quietly open our hearts and minds to the work of God's Spirit and reflect on what he has in store for us, to discern his will. As Nicodemus wanted to know more, we also can always learn more about God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. If we don't keep learning about the works of God in this world and what he can do for us, our faith can become stale and, dare I say, stagnant. There is an excitement and wonder in learning new things that God wants of us. It's also challenging and could be a little disconcerting. Are we ready to change our lives as God may be bidding us to do through his spirit? Are we ready to be born again? To be born again to a divine and heavenly life? To be born of the spirit? William Barclay in his commentary on our reading says this, to be born again is to be changed in such a way that it can be described only as rebirth and recreation. The change comes when we love Jesus 
and allow him into our hearts. Then we are forgiven for the past and armed by the Spirit for the future. Then we can truly accept the will of God. And then we become citizens of the kingdom. Then we become sons of God. Then we enter into eternal life, which is the very life of God. For me, I experience God and his spirit outside in the quietness of an evening, looking up at the stars. I love the line in Graham Kendrick's hymn, The Servant King, where he speaks of hands that flung stars into space, which to me, to me makes me think of someone taking a handful of glitter and just flinging it into the sky. If I want to feel particularly close to God, this is where I go. I was, as I was writing my initial notes for this uh, sermon, I was sitting in bed listening to Good Morning Sunday on Radio 2, and the question was being asked, where is your reflective, peaceful place? The vast majority of responses were at places outside in God's created world, whether it was on a beach, a hillside, a country lane, walking the dogs, riding a horse, or just sitting in the garden listening to the birds. I'm sure you all have your own special place. But when you're in your special place, do you speak to God, wait on God, and open yourself up to his spirit? The spirit works as a free agent, powerfully, mysteriously. In Romans chapter 8, verses 16 and 18, it says this, The spirit of God affirms to our spirit that we are God's children, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. That to me is quite awesome, being an heir of God with Christ Jesus through the Spirit. Here we have the Trinity at work as one. All the individual elements of the Trinity work together. It's like proper teamwork. God works through his Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Likewise, likewise, Jesus works within his Father and through the Spirit, and the Spirit works through Christ Jesus for God. Earlier on, I spoke of Thomas the twin not believing in the risen Jesus until he saw him with his own eyes. At the end of that particular passage, when Thomas truly believes, Jesus says, because you have seen me, you have found faith. Happy are they who find faith without seeing me. Enveloped by the Spirit, the apostles took the good news of Jesus Christ out into the world. And over 2,000 years later, here we are still learning about the wonders of God. Here we are believing in someone we haven't had the privilege to meet but that we know through the love of God, thus the salvation of Jesus Christ and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. So let us celebrate the Trinity and all that it has to offer us. Let us grow in faith as we put our trust in the Trinity, listening to God's word, spreading the good news of Jesus and experiencing the Spirit of God, urging us onwards to our own eternal life in the kingdom of God. Amen. Let's come before God with our prayers of intercession. Let us pray. 
Father God, we come before you now, rediscovering our relationship between you, your Son Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. We bring our prayers for others to you, knowing you will take them to your heart and cradle them in your hands. Almighty God, we pray for all your people around the world, that they recognise the importance of looking after your created blessed world and everything in it. Encourage us all to look into the environment and do what we can to preserve your creation for those yet to come. We know there are many places that have experienced in war, injustice, poverty, persecution and much more. And we think particularly this morning, of the ongoing unrest in Israel and Palestine. We pray that your spirit will move among all these people so that they can all learn to live in peace and harmony and to bring injustice and poverty and persecution to an end. Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for the ongoing issues worldwide tackling the coronavirus. You graciously gave the necessary skills to the virologists and scientists to develop a vaccine. As we celebrate the successful rollout of the vaccine in this country, we mustn't forget that other countries are a long way behind us. Give us the grace to share our vaccine around the world to where it is most needed, to help them distribute the vaccine and reduce the deaths and, Ill and illness being suffered by many. We pray for the government and local authorities as they continue to tackle the economic difficulties that have arisen from the virus here at home. We pray that they make informed decisions and remember those most in need, the unemployed, the needy, the sick and the vulnerable. Spirit of God, we ask you to surround those suffering at the moment, whether from ill health, mental illness, or bereavement and in the silence that follows we remember those close to us that need our prayers loving lord Encircle all those offered up to you with your warmth, strength and comfort that they may feel your presence with them. Triune God, we pray for ourselves and ask that you bring us a better understanding of the Trinity and all it has to offer us. We pray that our hearts may be warmed by you and opened up to you so that we feel your love, peace, strength and hope and that by your grace we will learn to live most, more closely in you. We ask these prayers through your grace and love. Amen. And a blessing. May the blessing of our Trinitarian God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, be with you all, always. Amen.
Jesus, God's own Son, precious Lamb of God, Messiah. Spin.